This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast, brought to you as always by the good folks at Bet Rivers. Remember to download the Bet Rivers app, go to betrivers.com. And you will get a, a, an app that is ever-improving and will take care of all your gambling needs, all your entertainment needs. And remember, when you download the Bet Rivers app, you get a faster experience. You get exclusive promotions and one app while traveling. So, and an added value. You get extra value this football season with the Bet Rivers squares. You have a chance to win up to $10,000 in bonus money by just playing a $10 wager on same gay parlays on an NFL game. And all the NFL games have the uh, icon square that tells you that they're in action in that way. And then you get the, you know, the classic Super Bowl box. And if you match the final score, who knows? You could win $10,000 in bonus money. Well, everyone always... Uh, knew that Bruce Bosey was a talented manager. He had proved that with what he had done in his many years with the Padres, taking a franchise that had had no success, taking them to the postseason four times, taking them to the World Series against the Yankees. Yes, they met their demise there, but they did go to a World Series. He then went to the Giants and put on an incredible display, winning three World Series over five years. And uh, he finally listened as one of his former players, Chris Young. Now, you remember Chris Young. Uh, you remember him here. You remember him uh, as a solid pitcher. Not a great pitcher, but a solid pitcher. A guy who came from Princeton, 6'10", the biggest pitcher of all time. Um, at the time, 6'10", I think still, I don't think anybody has slipped in above 6'10". Um, he was a basketball player and a baseball player at Princeton. Obviously a bright guy. Had a good career, not a great career as a, as a pitcher, went into the major league office, then went to Texas as their general manager, uh, brought in a lot of high-priced guys this year. Remember, you also brought in a guy named DeGrom. Um, and now the Rangers are storming with Bochy, who has done nothing but win in his career, uh, storming their way through the playoffs, 5-0 and after sweeping the Orioles, outscoring their opponents 32-12 to in a... 5-0 start in the uh, playoffs, and we are now one game away from a Texas tussle in the uh, ALCS, which would be classic, uh, a hot Texas team that can score a lot of runs, but also can beat you in every, every way, in every department, can be solid in every department, uh, and has shown that against an Oriole team that won 101 games this year, um, against a very, very good and 
very clutch Houston team, which is one game away from making it to the ALCS. Uh, so that's going to be fun to watch. And again, what Bochi has done, what Chris Young has done there, turning that franchise around, they are not far removed from 100 losses. They are not far removed from 94 losses. And now they uh, find themselves in the ALCS uh, led by Seager, but also a good all-around performance by their dominant performance by their team so far. Also, we have the Dodgers on the brink now needing to put together a great comeback without a lot of pitching uh, against Arizona. We'll see if they can do that. Otherwise, Arizona remains the surprise led by the leadership of a player we know very well by the name of Evan Longoria, who has kind of led the way for this team uh, in a very surprising season. Uh, for the Diamondbacks, so we watch that. As far as the NFL right now, as we get ready for week six, we're looking at a couple of injury situations. It sounds like, and again, we'll learn more today and tomorrow, it sounds like Daniel Jones is not as badly injured as we thought. There was original fears that this injury was very similar to the other neck injury. They, It sounds like that's not the case, and... As of yesterday, the buzz was that he could play this week. We don't know that for sure yet. It hasn't been confirmed. We'll wait and see as the Giants will get a very tough assignment. Reeling right now, playing as poorly as any team in the league. We've been through that. We've already hashed that and talked about it and pounded it, so there's no reason to bring it up again. We know how badly things are going for the Giants right now, and they go to Buffalo on Sunday night and get the Bills off a loss, off a bad loss in London so that is going to be a one very, very tough assignment for a uh, giant team that is reeling right now in every way, reeling right now, non-competitive right now uh, after a one-sided loss in Miami where they actually won the turnover battle 3-0 and still it got them nowhere. Uh, some key injuries that will lead to some conversations. Uh, Jefferson headed to the IR. Minnesota already off to a terrible start. Now, uh, I, I took Minnesota as an under this year. They were a very classic under off last year's amazing performance, 11-0 and in one-score one games. Uh, the return to the mean was expected, but this has been a crash and burn for them because of their turnovers. They have moved the ball well, especially through the air. But Jefferson... And the one four start, he going to the IR now makes Minnesota prime, prime trade bait discussion for the next couple of weeks. The NFL trade deadline is Halloween, October 31st. So we have a couple of solid weeks. We have three solid weeks of this conversation. And you're going to hear about multiple Vikings led by Kirk Cousins. Now, remember this about Kirk Cousins. He has no trade. Not only would the Vikings have to break down their team in, in season, and remember, they have been very close. All their losses have been very close, and they've turned the ball over dramatically. They could have easily won a couple of these games. Now, again, the return to the mean is expected when you go 11-0 and in one-score games. Now this year, you can't win a one-score game. They are a team that lost a lot of personnel. They're not good defensively. They still could throw the ball, but they just lost their prime weapon. But Cousins would be big-time trade bait for a team that clearly is going to have a 
down season. Already at one for losing their best player. Hunter is another guy who will be on the block. He's been unhappy on multiple occasions in Minnesota, so that would not be a surprise. You're going to hear a lot of other names. You're going to hear Tannehill. You're going to even hear Henry. You're going to hear uh, uh, Buda Baker. You're going to hear a lot of names in the next month, in the next three weeks to the trade deadline. But at the top of the list is going to be Cousins because that's a guy who could walk in and make a big difference for a team that needs help at quarterback. And we know a few rather close to home, one very close to home. And so, again, he does have a no trade. And we're not saying the Vikings are ready to do this, but there will be plenty of conversation if that record continues to drift as it has right now. And Jefferson's on the the shelf for at least a month. Now, nobody was turning the league upside down more than Achan was in Miami. To have a back who was this explosive. Now, I heard about him in preseason, and people were saying, wait until you see this guy. Well, he's better than advertised, and he has been electric. But now he's hurt. We don't know yet the extent of the injury. Understanding is it will be multiple weeks till he returns. He came out of that game where he was just, you know, he had 150 yards rushing on 11 carries or 10 carries, whatever it was, um, against the Giants. The only reason he didn't have more is he didn't get more opportunities. I mean, he was getting, he was knocking off 15 every time he touched the ball. Um, He will be out multiple weeks. We don't know yet. We're not calling it a season-ending injury. We're not saying he'll be back in three weeks. We don't know yet. They've been very evasive about the injury. They admit there's an injury. They have already said he's going to be out multiple weeks. They just have not put any real declaration or any definitive statement attached to the injury yet. But that's a big loss for them because he, with Hill and Waddle and Mostert and everything else they have there, they had become, you know, record-breaking through five weeks. They have put together more yardage so far than any team in the history of the sport and they are incredible when they spread you out and just come at you with all kinds of designs not only in the passing game led by terry kill but also in the running game where they just they don't just hit you with a run they hit you with runs that go you know the distance it has been incredibly impressive and now uh this young man who has just burst on the scene is already injured unfortunately that's the case. You're going to hear a lot of names with the Mets, so I'm not going to sit here and go over every single name. Okay. Madden was a name that popped up now because I think of Bochy's success. You know, um, there have been some managers who are under contract who have been mentioned. I told you that weeks ago that they were looking at certain guys, going to kick the tires on certain guys and see if they were going to stay where they are. This is not Frank Hone. Frank Hone is, is retiring. Okay, he's not coming back with another team. He's not looking to do that. He's going to be in, you know, he's going to be a consultant to the Indians. His health is not good. He's already had a Hall of Fame career. He is not looking to manage. So I'm not talking about him. But there are other guys out there who have had success who 
may be reaching the end of the line in certain places. Look a little north for one. And could be in the running. So we'll see. But I know Madden's name has popped up in the last couple of days. Again, I don't know if there's any validity in that. You're going to hear a lot of names over the next couple of weeks. I don't think there's any question about that as the Mets kick the tires on a lot of different people. Remember, they have a very attractive team. You have an owner with a, a you know, endless bankroll. It's New York. It's a team that does have some ability, although they really need to have their starting pitching rebuilt, and that is a big problem. It's not in the organization, and it's going to be very hard to rebuild it very quickly, no matter how much money you have, because the pitches just aren't available. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, week six, again, a lot of key guys who got hurt last week, but that's the, it, it seems to be the case every single week. I mean, the NFL, as much as ever, even as the game has become less physical, because let's be honest, they have tried to legislate a lot of the tough hits out of this sport on the quarterback, on receivers, on players who are in any position that is not advantageous to their protecting themselves. Uh, So, but it's still the injuries pile up dramatically, especially the injuries in space, which a lot of times are the most severe injuries of all for these players. When you see the guy get hurt when there's nobody else around him, that usually is a dramatic injury. Those are usually the worst. Except, of course, for the concussions, which are always week after week after week. The biggest thing I think that came out of uh, week five was San Francisco's play, which was well above what we've seen from anybody else. The top three teams in the sport right now are San Francisco, Kansas City, and Philadelphia. That goes without saying. But Kansas City and Philly have not been anywhere near as impressive as San Francisco has. Kansas City, to me, still has some things to sort out, especially in the passing game where he just does not have that reliable wide receiver, that guy he can count on to get open, that guy he can count on to catch the ball, that guy he can count on to run that precise pattern. Opposite Kelsey, he doesn't have that guy. Tony, you know, he's floating around somewhere. You never know what you're getting. And he hasn't been that explosive. Um, Sky Moore has not fit in the way I thought he would fit in. And it seems he's been unlucky, too, because he's had some big plays called back. But he has not gotten going the way they hoped he would this year. Now, maybe Sky Moore and Tony get better. Maybe it's Rice who picks things up. Who knows? The bottom line is that has to happen. I think they're better defensively than they even thought they'd be. But offensively, it has hurt them in the passing game. They have not been nearly as dynamic in the passing game as you expect. And Kelsey's banged up. But they keep winning. That's the thing. While they, same thing with the Eagles. While the Eagles have not hit 
that level they got to last year, even close. They are so strong on the offensive line and in the running game and so strong in terms of pass rush that they overcome their problems. Now, the Jets could pose an interesting, if they mind their P's and Q's, don't make ridiculous mistakes either in the coaching or in the play calling or in the quarterbacking this week. They match up well. They're going to shut the, they're going to be tough to score on in the red zone. And the Eagles are hurting in the secondary. They have trouble with very good receivers. Wilson could give them a big problem this week. They are really banged up in the secondary. So they are somewhat vulnerable, but the one thing they know how to do is win, and they keep winning. And they, one problem the Jets are going to have this week is the matchup you don't like for the Jets is you don't like their offensive line against the Eagles' pass rush. That's going to be a big problem. Big problem. But that game could be close because they're going to match up pretty well against the Eagles in certain areas. But again, they cannot make the kind of mistakes they made in Denver. They were lucky to have played in Denver, which is a terrible team right now. Sean is not connected with his, with his players. There's talk of all kinds of trades coming out of Denver and them starting over again and everything. Uh, not good. And that game was, remember, up in the air. Because it just did a lot of dumb things, which is their want. Emails when we come back. You're listening to the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Remember, send your emails to Mike Francesa uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Tom, how far can the Jets get with Zach Wilson? Not far enough. Uh, Mike, Joe Madden has been reported to be interested in the Mets job. Would you consider him? Yes. Douglas, after the season ended last year, you were pretty blunt in saying the Yankees should consider new leadership. They should have. Uh, I told you that last year. I would say the same thing this year, but I don't think they're going to do it. I think that, uh, you know, that Cashman's going nowhere, and I don't think Boone's going anywhere either. Chris, how could so many teams miss on Purdy considering he plays the most important position in all the sports? First of all, it's the worst. Uh, it's coached worse, and it is scouted worse than any position in the sport. It's the hardest sport to calculate how players will evolve into the NFL um, quarterback. And Purdy is in the perfect spot. He would not be having this success if it were not a perfect system that overcomes some of his weaknesses, and he has weaknesses, and accentuates his strengths. So he is in the right spot with the right coaching staff and with the right personnel. They have some of the best players in the entire sport surrounding him. That is a big, big plus, and he is a very good fit. We'll see you down the road. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.